0: of a break from the norm, just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control, it's cool to we'll dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves, romance, give me a soft subtle mix, and if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it, and think of the summers of the past, adjust the bass and let the alpine blast, pop in my CD and let me run around, and put your car on cruise and lay back, cause this is summer hot, down, summer in the city, back of my neck getting good. Summer, summer, summertime, summertime, guys. Do you remember? I, I, the kids out there. I don't think they remember or even know that Will Smith used to be a rapper, not just an actor. He was a rapper. So I, I, I feel like that's just not as appreciated as he it should be. Remember, like he did a song called "Get Jiggy with It," and he was also known for, uh, back in the day he would do music videos with his son, not Jaden. He had another son from his first marriage, and they would do these music videos together where he was always about, like, you know, being a good dad to his son. And then Jaden came around, and I feel like we forgot about that son. (laughs) Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. I just realized we need to do an entire Will Smith episode because we need to talk more about that. How are you guys? Are you guys good? Um, I wanted to start off the show with a couple of things. Uh, A couple of people wrote me yesterday and um, pointed out that I was potentially slurring on the beginning of yesterday's episode with Dylan Hafer, the genius Dylan Hafer. Did you guys love him? And by by the way, I hope you guys are uh, listening to these. You don't have to listen to them day and date, but I hope you are listening to them eventually because Dylan was amazing. Uh, Steven Faces by Bravo earlier this week was amazing. Did you hear the Britney Conservatorship one? That was amazing with Sharon. Um, And today's going to be amazing, but they pointed out that I was slurring on the intro to yesterday's episode, and here's a fun, so bad it's good fact: I, in fact, was uh, tipsy yesterday when I did that. Yep, I'm going to admit it. I'm going to come clean. Um, how? Uh, let's. I'll, let me let you know how the sausage, sausage is made. I um, I I usually do these wraparounds, what I call them, of the actual interview. Uh, at the very end of the night, just in case something pop culture related breaks, and then I want to talk about it. I ha- I'm i trying to figure out the daily shows still. But I was talking to, I have a best friend. Do you guys have best friends? I talked about best friends the other day, and his name is Dusty, and his husband Jason. Uh, and I was talking to both of them. I've been lucky enough to be around them the last couple of days. And we had a couple drinks last night. And so when I went to bed, I knew I had to do the podcast, and I guess I was slurring. I have not gone back and listened to the first 10 minutes of the podcast because now I'm embarrassed. I think I talked about Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker and how boring they are as a couple. I don't know, but maybe I didn't. All I know is that I woke up to a couple of messages saying I was slurring. So I apologize. That is never my intent to give you less than I I don't also want you to worry about me. Uh, It's just that it's been a long time since I've seen my best friend. And um, it's, you know, coming out of a pandemic, it's just really nice to see people and to be. Yeah. So anyways, I was slurring. Great catch, everybody. Uh, I hope you still enjoyed the interview, but I am not slurring right now. And today we have an amazing show for you. Honestly, do you guys like Summer House like like I like Summer House? Well, today is Summer House Thursday, because tonight we have the third episode of Summer House on Bravo. And so because of that, I thought we needed somebody from Summer House on the podcast. So we are having none other than Luke Golbranson. Uh, I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. Luke is on the show today. And that is and you guys are like, whoa, Luke, because. Luke has been somebody we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, because at the end of last week's episode, I was like, Luke got busted. By Sierra and Hannah, it was like, holy shit, Luke is in trouble, is Luke going to die and. Luke is not dead. I talked to him today, so he is very much alive and I gotta say it is it's it's hard sometimes to talk to these people that you are so used to watching their characters on the show and then you talk to them and they're kind of like real people and they kind of are kind of cool and you're just like oh I kind of I kind of like Luke you know and Luke has a really good sense of humor about himself. I will say that I'm really interested to see what you guys think of this. Uh, and also th- shout out to Bravo for even giving me the opportunity. I think it went well. So I think we're going to be getting more people uh, like Luke. So this was all just so in- amazing and incredible. Thank you to Bravo. Thank you to Luke for the time. And you guys, I pointed out in the interview, but the whole interview, he was in his apartment, I think, and his guitar was right behind him. And that's the guitar when he's drunk, he uh, strums along to in Summerhouse. So huge moment as a geek, as a as a Bravo geek to see that guitar. I was like luke can i have that guitar but i didn't ask but i wanted to because i was like that would be perfect in my reality show museum is the guitar that luke strums um so wednesday night i'm still in wednesday night right now it is 11 2 p.m what did you guys think of jersey i talked about it earlier this week because i saw it a couple days ago it blew you away right the cursing isn't that mind-blowing that jackie Teresa fight and I will be going into the show more in depth I believe on Monday that episode will be coming out Uh, but really a strong strong start and what do you guys think about Teresa what do you you know Teresa is just interesting because sometimes she just doesn't. Like, arguments are lost on her. She just does not understand. So it's, it, it, it you can just see there's, like, a glaze in her eyes. Like, it's a glaze over, and she just doesn't get it. But that's why Teresa has been one of the best housewives of all times, because of that kind of entertaining ignorance. Is that is that a polite way to say it? Where she just doesn't seem to understand the bigger picture, and she acts out of rage? and protection of her family, which is kind of an amazing trait. But at the same time, is like, girl, you're not understanding what's actually happening. So it's weird. That's why I think she's such a complex character. I want to point out something that happened tonight already. Dorinda Medley, we all miss Dorinda from Real Housewives of New York. Dorinda jumped into the chat. She tag on Twitter. Uh, she at added Jackie, like at J.G. Schneid. And she wrote the lowest of the lowest at Teresa Giodici. You are a survivor, and I love you. Hashtag greatest mom. Hashtag heart. Hashtag I love Gia. Now, spoiler alert, guys! If you don't want to know what happened in the last night's show, skip about a minute. But um, what happened at the the in the beginning of the end of the episode is Jackie. So Teresa literally goes into the beginning of the episode at uh, a party for Jackie's husband and starts saying that she heard a rumor. That he was cheating on Jackie. And like, this is like freely speaking about it. She seems a little tank, but she's like, yeah, I saw it. That's my Teresa. Yeah. I see. I heard things. I'm not good at imitate. God, what I would, what I wouldn't give to be one of the Watchwood book guys. How are you doing? I'm Teresa. I'm Teresa. But she starts spreading this rumor, and it is wild because it is so out of left field. And everybody's having a good time, and she's just walking around. It seems like to random tables. And by the way, Real Housewives of New Jersey does not exist during COVID. This party was during COVID. None of the waiters are wearing masks. It was it was an added, it was an added entertaining part of the show to watch where you're like, is this during COVID or isn't it? And then you're like, it is during COVID. It was just like a fun little background, uh, thing, but so Jackie finally meets with Teresa at the end and says, Hey, and they meet at, you know, they meet at a neutral location, which is, uh, you know, Margaret's house. And basically Jackie's like, Hey, My husband actually takes pride in being a good father and a good husband. And that is, you know, what he derives his joy from. And you took that all away by spreading a rumor that you have no, that has no basis in fact. You can't even tell us who told you. You can't tell us details. Please admit that it was a lie. And Teresa was like, no, I can't. I can't admit that it was a lie. What are you talking, Jackie? I'm sorry. (laughs) Guys, you know. I'm horrible at imitation. You know, how you doing? I'm Jack. I'm Teresa. And she said, no, Jackie, I can't. I heard it. I heard it. And I can't take it back. And Jackie's like, okay, well, what if I told you that Gia does big fat rails of Coke at college with a lot of people. And the thing is, it was very obvious to me that Jackie was using that as an example, not as something truthful, but Teresa doesn't really understand. All she hears is her daughter and cocaine. And she flips out and starts saying the c word, which, by the way, I don't know you guys, you Bravo bibliophiles, is that is that one of the first times that the c word was used a hundred times in a row? Because uh, it felt very groundbreaking. And I saw a copy where it wasn't bleeped out, and so you guys, you guys need to see the copy that wasn't bleeped out because it is so alarming to hear the c word out of Teresa's mouth. And Margaret runs. It, it was just, uh, it's amazing. But the thing is. Jackie was saying, well, if you don't have any proof for this, I could literally say anything to you right now. And I could say your daughter, Gia, blows fat rails at college of cocaine. And, you know, I can just start that rumor. But Teresa didn't understand and just heard family and just went wild, which is where we got the great moment of prostitution horror in the first season. So it is kind of this weird throwback. It's kind of like a sequel to that first season where you, you know, sometimes Teresa's at her best when she's in a blind rage, even though I am firmly Team Jackie on this. So when Dorinda jumped into the mix and was like the lowest of the lowest, Dorinda, Dorinda, I love you, Dorinda, but Dorinda. The lowest of the lowest, I think, is starting a rumor about Jackie's husband at his birthday party saying that you heard that he cheats on people at the gym, like cheats on people with Jackie at the gym. To me, that is also in the same category of The Lowest of the Lowest. So, Dorinda, thank you for playing. I love you, but you are wrong in this instant. Um, I hope you were not imbibing and having a few turlies, as we like to call them. I hope you were not Ryan Bailey last night when he was slurring during the podcast. So, um, but, Dorinda, I just... You know, sometimes I feel like the Housewives shouldn't comment. If we do the Housewives laws, which I was telling about, like Housewives should not be on social media during this season. I also feel like if you want to ever be back on your cast, you should also sign something that you're not going to comment on other Housewives uh, of other franchises. Like Dorinda maybe should be commenting on people in Real Housewives of New York, but definitely she shouldn't be commenting on Real Housewives of New Jersey. Where is that ever going to... I don't know. I just don't I don't like it. I don't like it. And I love Dorinda. So I hate when somebody that I love is not on the side that I want them to be on. Um but also, here's another interesting question and and I this is I don't know what you guys think about this. This I think actually inspires a lot of great conversation, a lot of good discourse. Uh you know Gibson Johns. Uh Gibson has been on the pod before and he is the host of uh uh, what is it? I think it's called in the know. And he's just a genius. He's so good at housewives things. He's just good at everything. But he um he did a tweet today that I thought was really interesting and really made me think. And I'm sure a lot of you guys already, if you know what I'm talking about, made you think. But he said, uh, I'm trying to find the tweet right now. He wrote, at what point, if ever, do you think a child of a real housewife ages out of the, quote, don't talk about my kids, unquote, defense, especially if they're prominently featured on the show? This is relevant to multiple franchises, and I genuinely don't know what the answer consensus is. And then he wrote later clearly there isn't a consensus around this but I anticipate this becoming more of a debate as the kids of long-running housewives who were young when they were first on the show not only become adults but also start getting more involved loving all of these responses because a lot of people obviously responded back. So this is a fascinating question and of course we're all thinking about it because of Real Housewives of New Jersey the Gia cocaine comment but Another thing that hopped right out at me was Brooks, Brooks on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And a lot of people responded back. If this person has a talking head and they're selling a product that actually is on the show, well, that actually we should it's fair game. If you have a talking head, you know, Brooks is over 18. He knows what he signed up for. That actually shows that you are aware of the environment that you have put yourself in or that your mom has put yourself, put you in and the Gia thing, you know, we, we, we've grown up with Gia. If you're a housewives fan, we have watched Gia since, you know, she was singing babe, I don't like when you fight the Gia, you know, remember the Gia song with her and Joey. I mean, with Teresa and Joey, it was a beautiful song. I'm going to do a lyric breakdown at some point, But uh, we've watched her grow up. So is she allowed to be in this conversation now that she's over 18? Like, what do you guys think about this? You know, like, of course, like uh, I I brought up Tiffany Moon's kids recently because I just think they're so darn cute. Or Heather Gay's children because I think they're darn well adjusted. And even uh, Giselle's daughters, who I love. I think they're so amazing. And it's—I think it's okay when we talk about them in complimentary ways. But sometimes, when are we allowed to say? You know, a lot of things have been said about Brooks. Of course, now uh, somebody's—you know—Jackie said something about Gia. Like, when are kids hands off? When do we not consider them kids anymore? And what is the ruling on that? Because I think it's a slippery slope. Because if you start talking about kids like that, then you actually have to bring it now towards. Well, okay. What about husbands? Are we allowed to bring husbands like where, if it's a reality show, you think everything's kind of fair game to a degree, but I don't know. So that is a question I want you guys to keep in the back of your head. Think about it. Uh, Let me know what you guys think. I think this is a conversation that we'll be having for a long time. I was trying to explain to my best friend who is not into reality shows like I am him and his husband of the discourse of the amount of discourse that goes around these reality shows. And they just sometimes don't understand it. And, but I think it's amazing because you tackle all sorts of issues through these quote unquote, silly reality shows, you know, and I think that's it's amazing. Um, Okay, so there is that. We'll get to Real Housewives of New Jersey, episode one, I believe on Monday's show. Uh, do you guys want... I have not been able to watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Reunion, part two, part duh, do. Um, would you guys like a full recap from me on Friday? I might even do it solo. Is that something of interest to you? Or you're like, uh, peep, you know what, We we will hear enough about that. You don't need to throw your voice in. I would love to recap it just because I'm loving Salt Lake. But I was thinking about doing that as an extra bonus episode on Friday, just because I, I I I'm so excited to watch it and I want to share that with you guys. If you guys think that's a good idea, let me know. If you don't, let me know as well. But let me know in a nice way. Um, <laughs> okay, here's something I said. Um, I think I said this here or on the Patreon, but I got a couple messages, so I want to. Uh, say this. I said that I would. I never want to watch The Crown or Downton Abbey, uh, because uh, British shows sometimes scare me. That is a fault that I am working with you guys. And I want to. A couple people actually did email me about The Crown in particular. I want to say, guys, you convince me, and and The Crown is on my shows to watch. I will watch it for you guys. I am not the only show that I will never watch for you guys. Is Bridgerton? Okay that's that's my line i but i will watch anything else for you guys the crown you got it i got a bunch of emails i will watch the crown but bridgerton that's a bridge too far that's actually a bridge too far i will never do it so do not ask me do not put me in that position it is very evil if you do i i do not need horny bridgerton guys it is just a and by the way that guy the horny dude from Bridgerton, the lead dude, he's gonna be on Saturday Night Live as the guest this Saturday. So, all you horn dogs that love horny Bridgerton, get ready to get all horned up on Saturday night because he, and you know who is super horny for Bridgerton? Mainly Bravo, who hosts the Bitches Better podcast. She is so horned up for Bridgerton all the time. If you go to her account right now in her stories, she is always horny for Bridgerton. Um, and please let her know. Please go to Mainly Bravo and let her know that Ryan said he knows you are super horny for Bridgerton, and it's starting to get weird. It is starting to get very weird. Um, okay, so we got that. Uh, here's another little story. Jax tweeted something about writing his book, uh, or it's going to be a tell-all. A tell-all of his time at Vanderpump Rules. I would... I You know, here's the deal. I, I will listen, not read. I will listen to a Jack's audiobook, of course. But at the same time, we gotta consider that a fiction book, not an autobiography, the guy is an effing liar. Let's not mince words. He's a liar. We all know he is. So that book I think would be entertaining as hell if he gets the right ghostwriter. I recommend Carol Radzawell's ghostwriter. Um, but I think that would be an entertaining as hell book, but we gotta also accept that it is going to be filled with lies. Like, Wouldn't you love to have a Jax choose-your-own-adventure book? Wouldn't that be amazing? What if we did that, you guys? What if we did a So Bad It's Good presents Jax Taylor Season 2 Vanderpump Rules, choose-your-own-adventure, and you got to like, Jax is working at a shift. A stranger comes up to him and says, I want to, and then it's like, choose-your-adventure. Get a drink from you, blow you, hit you, and then we choose that adventure and then go from there? Guys, I think that might be a genius idea. I don't know. I just think it might work. I think it might work. Um, uh, I want to congratulate Sheena Shea. She is on a um, what are the pregnancy vacation called? Um a baby moon, I think. Is that what it's called? Her and her uh her guy Brock. Brock is a thick dude. He's like, Brock, have you ever thought like I'm a straight dude, but I still think about like Brock's body is very interesting. Like he's very in shape, but he's like chunky and like he's like it's like a little chunkier. Like, remember when Drake was skinny and then Drake started working out? I don't like thick Drake. I like skinnier Drake. But Brock is a thick dude. I'm a thick dude as well. But Brock is very in shape. and But at the same time, chunky in shape. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you guys see that those pictures of Brock? And he's like, he's definitely just like, he's a dude. But he's just, I don't know. And he loves to wear itty-bitty uh, bathing suits. He's like the banana hammock guy. But anyways, they are on their baby moon, I believe, in Hawaii. And Sheena is taking all these pregnancy photos. And it's it's like a reality show version of Beyonce's pregnancy photos. But it's like, at the same time, you're like, good for Sheena. Good for Shishu. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we've all had our problems with Sheena over the years. But we do know that Sheena wanted one thing. And I think that is to be pregnant. And she seems like she's enjoying the heck out of it. And, you know, you can't take that from her. And I, I really do love that i don't think i mean but let's be honest though it is getting weird like i don't know i don't like i don't know the reality of vanderpump rules coming back at all like what like shinda's gonna be breastfeeding the first couple months of filming like how does this even work at this point like i you know what i'm saying and it's like with lisa doing those two other shows over served on e and vanderpump dogs for uh Uh, peacock. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm getting very nervous. I think we're about to get an announcement soon. Uh, You know, one way or the other. So it'll be interesting. I hope I don't know. I hope it all works out. And also, we got the news today that Peacock is doing Real Housewives of Miami, the worst kept secret in the history of secrets. I heard about the Peacock reunion a year and a half or the Peacock Miami thing a year and a half ago. I think COVID slowed it down. Uh, But also Andy is going to be uh, executive producer and host of another show um that i think is kind of cool uh so he seems like he has a very solid deal with uh peacock which is an affiliation of bravo so good for you andy cohen do you guys ever think about that though like what andy cohen like i i just wonder how sick he is of like hosting reunions and being the face or if he's like no i'm good with this until the end of time, but yeah, he's going to host a series called X Rated and executive produce Real Housewives of Miami revival for Peacock, and uh, and I like the uh, the the X Rated thing is when I guess a, a bunch of uh, you get unfiltered feedback from exes to their ex. And I don't know. It it sounds like it could be interesting. I think, you know what? Andy gets a lot of flack because he's like family at this point. So we really kind of go in on Andy sometimes. But you cannot, I really don't think you would argue that the guy is masterful at hosting. He's a mixture of very uh, entertained, entertaining, always on point. I mean, usually on point, good looking. He, like, fills out a suit well. Like, that's what the worries me. It's like, I would kill to be somebody like Andy Cohen. I just don't think I have the looks for it. But, like, somebody like Chris Harrison, Andy Cohen, like, that's the dream. That is the dream. And I think Andy Cohen, you really have to give it up for. He's just had his hand in so many things over the years. So, congrats to Andy Cohen. I'm sure he is listening. Thank you, bro. Um, let's see. Oh, the last thing I want to leave you with. This is another thing that I want your opinion. I talked about this uh, on instagram was that there is a celebrity blind that was released and it says as i told you years ago the offspring of a housewife came via an affair the husband had apparently that is about to be made to be made public and so a lot of people have been guessing this all day long a lot of people are saying this has to be brandy redmond so that's interesting. Some other people were saying uh, Lisa Vanderpump. Some people were saying Denise Richards. There is a lot of... Uh, please let me know what you think. I put a picture of this would not make sense with the blind at all. But it is the same kind of discourse we had about the Kardashians. And that Khloe Kardashian does not look anything or very little like Courtney um, or Kim. So... Um, I've always wondered, there's always been rumors about Chloe's father. A lot of people said, OJ, a lot of people have said, uh, Chris's hairdresser. We'll never know. And the thing with plastic surgery that's interesting is that Chloe has made herself through whatever she's done look like the family now looks more like each other than ever, because it's like, I feel like there's team meetings with their plastic surgeons where they're like, this is what we're going to do to you guys this year to bring you closer to the same gene pool. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you ever see like that where it's like, okay, there's no reason Chloe should start looking like Kindle all of a sudden. Yet here we are, you know, like there's no reason because you didn't have the same dad in any sense. So, I don't know. I find this fascinating. I find these celebrity blinds fascinating. Uh, I might start doing this segment on celebrity blinds, but this is one. I'm curious what you think, but I, everybody seemed the majority of the answers have seemed to be Brandy Redman from real housewives of Dallas. And oh my God, you guys, I'll be doing real housewives of Dallas on the Patreon recap uh, over there. If you guys are interested in more episodes, patreon.com forward slash so bad. It's good. I did a big personal Q and a again this week. Um, and I'll be doing Summer House over there as well. So go sign up. It's like five bones a month to get a bunch. Like There's like 75 episodes now, I think, if you guys want more. But it also helps me um, support myself because I am still out of work and I want to do this full time. I But I also hate asking you guys for anything. So if you want more, it's there. If not, I get it. And I'm happy to do these for you guys daily for free. But it's... Uh, it's crazy how much I dislike Carrie from Real Housewives of Dallas. I re- After watching this week's episode, I was so infuriated with Carrie again. I, you know, and, and I like her on, I mean, here's the deal. When I say I'm infuriated with somebody, it doesn't mean I don't want them on the show. It's just that I do not like the sides they're showing of themselves. And I get really offended. I get really personal with these things where I'm like, I'm team Deandra and Tiffany, And I am not team Carrie. Uh, Brandy is sometimes whatever. Stephanie's beautiful, but she's like an in-between one. And, uh, you know, Cam is... Cam's not great either. But, like, Carrie... I'm like, how did Carrie position herself as the HBIC head bitch in charge? How did she get there? You guys know what I'm saying? Like, how dare she say that DeAndre needs to come and beg me to stay at this this trip that they went on this week. Anyways, I'll do that full recap over on Patreon. It just really frustrated frustrated me, and Carrie, I see you, and I see you. Ryan Bailey sees you, Carrie. We see what you're doing, and we don't like it. I was actually having, I, I did think I was like, what if I have to interview Carrie? What would I ask? Like, how would I do that? Like, it's, it's. I don't know. Anyways, you guys, um, speaking of people that you're kind of nervous to talk to, my next guest, I was very nervous to talk to because let's face it, he has not had a solid first two episodes of Summer House. Um, he has been positioned to have uh, a love triangle, between Sierra and Hannah, and and we get very much into that. I got to tell you, man, Luke was so open, and I was so scared the Bravo rep— would not let him be as open as he was. And I got to, man, the Bravo rep was so flipping awesome on this, and she was just so great. Shout out to the Bravo rep. I don't think I'm allowed to say her name, but she was awesome. Uh, and Luke was flipping awesome. I will say that I know I'm probably older than Luke, but I got, like, a big brother vibe from Luke where I think my insecurity really shined. And he was like, no, bro, you're good. I think he is just, like, he probably would be the best big brother you've ever had. He seems like he genuinely cares about people. I mean, no shit. He really does. He see like, and he seems like he's genuinely an artist. I've hung out with a lot of artists in my years and he just seems like he's one of those guys where he's all about kind of vibes. He's all, he He kept saying that he really loves this being with his friends and I believed it. Like, I don't think there is some ulterior Luke motive where I might've thought that before. And He seemed like a good guy. I want you guys to hear it and see what you think. But he was really cool. He was generous with his time. He was really kind of funny. He got a kick out of it, I think. And I got to tell you, when I did more research about the dude, he makes good jewelry. He makes like all these cool things. And it was like nice to hear somebody that had a bucket list of things that they're trying to achieve and achieving them. Um, I do get a kick that he's on a reality show where people talk about like how he looks with a beard and how he looks you know, without the beard. Um, I also get a kick. This is a guy I talked to that actually has abs. I've never had an ab in my life. And I kind of, if I ever do an interview, a follow-up interview with Luke, I'm going to ask what it's like to have, I need to know what it's like to have abs. I think it's just, it's a fascinating thing. But uh, he was just, he couldn't have been nicer. He couldn't have been more game. And I think you really get, he was just great. So um, you guys, please, enjoy this interview with luke watch summer house tonight like i'm nervous like we know a lot of other things happen this season with luke and we talk a little bit about that as much as we can but i think you guys are really going to enjoy this please let me know what you think uh please let luke know what you think actually Uh, um he was just a really good guy so ladies and gentlemen i am so proud today to have on the show from summer house luke gubernstein
1: when i met you in the summer uh
0: ladies and gentlemen i have been teasing this guest for a week now and i am so excited to be able to talk to our next guest Uh, I think this is what we call a renaissance man. Not only is he in one of our favorite reality shows, he is a tennis player. He cuts wood. He makes jewelry. He has a fragrance line. You saw him in HBO Max as the flight attendant, actor, model. He has abs. Luke (laughs) Gilbrunson, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, brother.
1: Thank you so much. That was quite the introduction.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I could keep going. I guess my first question, the question we all need to know, just to get it out of the way, this is going to be out tomorrow night, and Summer House uh, airs tomorrow night. Do you get killed in tomorrow night's episode? Does Sierra and Hannah kill you tomorrow night? <laughs> Unfortunately,
1: Hannah Hannah didn't uh, didn't pull that card out of that yet.
0: <laughs> okay, good. We just wanted to make sure you're alive and well. I see him, you guys. <laughs> this is the real Luke we're talking to. Um uh- I guess just to start with the reality show and then work backwards, it mm-hmm. seems like you had a very full life even before hitting a reality show. Why even do a uh, summer house? What was that? Why, why, how did you get involved?
1: Yeah. You know, my thing was, um, I, 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 I mean, I've said this probably before a thousand times and maybe you've heard it, but I was coming out of a long, long relationship. And um, you know, Kyle had talked to me about, about spending a, a summer in the Hamptons and, excuse me, I'd never done that before. And I thought, well, why not do something different? You know, my head's kind of off right now with, with what I went through. And, you know, I was, I was like two months removed uh, from that relationship when, when I went out to the Hamptons. So um, it was a bit crazy, but, but I just thought that, you know, maybe just, I always feel like, um, you know, God puts things in your life and uh, you know, you either take it or you don't. And I was, I just was like, screw it. Why not? You know, I don't know. Like there's really no recipe.
0: No, God put summer house in your life. And then like, did you, did you, did you think you're like, God, why did you do that? That screwed me up. <laughs> um, because I mean, going from first to second season, of course we had COVID, we had the mess of 2020. I mean, mm-hmm. going into that, were you prepared for a quarantine summer house? Like, I mean, I, I just, every episode now I'm really scared about what's about to happen. Like, do you, yeah. were you nervous going into that?
1: Uh, you, by the way, I'm scared for what's about to happen. I know, that's what <laughs> that's what like,
0: dude, I gotta say like, that's what I'm so scared. Of. Like we literally left you at the end of last week's episode where girls were kind of like uh pow wowing about stories yeah. about you. Do you, yeah. I mean, I have so many questions. Do you watch the show? Do you watch that episode and go, please
1: let me have a rebuttal. Please let me explain from my side. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, well, First, to answer your first question, going into to a quarantine with um, with my friends, um, you know, I felt very lucky in the sense of with the way the world is and was um, that I went home to my lake house in Minnesota and I basically did a bunch of renovating and stuff for like five months, which I loved every minute of, but um, we're social creatures and I missed my friends. You know, I mean, I have friends at home, but my friends here and um, so for me, I just felt very lucky. I, I didn't really give it too much thought other than I couldn't wait to make memories and have fun with my friends and, um, to be able to be in the Hamptons, which is a beautiful place. And, um, and yeah, so I, I never really ever have any preconceived idea or thought other than I just wanted to see my friends. Um, and I feel and I like I I, I, I feel like I need to have preconceived
0: plans for you because I get, I'm like, <laughs> dude, they're coming from you this side. They're coming from you that side. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that first week in the, the new summer house, I mean, did you get the sense that it might be going awry a little bit? Like from what, you know, I know hanging with your friends is amazing, but it yeah. seemed like they, you know, it just seemed like you were part of or are part of the main action right now.
1: Yeah. Right now there's definitely uh there's a lot going on. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely interesting. Um, I didn't, uh, I definitely felt like things were going a little crazy. Yeah. Um, Definitely, uh, some things coming out of left field that I didn't expect. Um, I, I thought, you know, I, I clearly, I thought Hannah and I were on the same page with a lot of things. And, um, I mean, it clearly, I guess we weren't, but, um, at the same time, you know, going into the summer, um, you know, Hannah, Hannah was dating somebody. She had a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, so, that, that, yeah. That was something that I, I mean,
0: I've spoken with Hannah on this show before, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was the case as well, but um, it was very um, you know, it seemed like the weirdest <laughs> love friend
1: triangle we have going and it's only two episodes in. Yeah. It's, it's a bit crazy. I, so for, for me, I think the thing was, um, <clears throat> you know, after our first summer during that summer uh, I had made it very clear to Hannah that I was, you know, I, I was smitten with her and I liked her and, you know maybe saying that had led her on, but that's really how I felt. And, but at the same time, I, I also told her like, you know, I was coming out of that relationship. I and I said, I go, I don't know if we'll be friends, I don't know if we'll date, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I do know that I need to be honest with you and tell you that this is where I'm at and this is how I feel. Um, and during that time, Hannah was dating other people, like still hooking up with her ex-boyfriend, like living her life. But, but nobody knows that, (laughs) you know, um, and, and, um, and it was interesting because Hannah would say one thing to me and we'd be on the same page and we were cool. And then she'd say another thing to her friends. And, um, I, 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 I really can't wrap my head around, uh, you know, where she's at or why, why, why she, I don't get it, but I do know that after we filmed our first season going into the summer of this this past year, um, Hannah and I kind of went our separate ways. We always commuted, communicated and had contact with each other. Um, But (laughs) she definitely wasn't at my house every day. She definitely, I wasn't calling her every day. Um, Hannah was off living her life, dating other people. I actually started dating somebody for a while. Um, And then this spring we talked a bit um, while I was, while I was home and um, you know, I found it interesting. I was just like, why do we have to FaceTime? And she would like take a picture of me and her and then post it. I'm like, you're making it look like we're dating, but we're not dating. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? (laughs) But I Um, imagine Luke, a lot of girls do that with you. They're like, please let me see your face on FaceTime. None of them them do. But, um, and, 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 you know, it was, so it was interesting. So, so my whole thought process going into this summer was, um, you know, I have always, uh, supporting hannah and any anything she did I, I go to all her comedy shows when she asked me to i'm always there to help her when she needs it and every time she dates somebody i'm her biggest fan and i'm fully supportive of her and whoever she's with and um you know i i i guess i expected her to kind of be the same way and be i thought we were best friends well and, i mean and, and, and who knows how the season ends and i hope you guys yeah. still
0: are best friends yeah 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 um, but I, i'm I, saying
1: i'm saying from what what from the beginning of the summer from what you were talking about yeah. the craziness like I really thought that we were um, best friends and I, th- I was, I thought that she would support me and be like, she's a beautiful girl and she's awesome. I'm happy for you. Luke. That's really cool. Like you should definitely like pursue her, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. So it was interesting. Um, okay. So
0: I'll come back to summer house, but I kind of want to like, so you're, you're from Minnesota originally, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what brings you to New York? Was it modeling and acting? How did you get there?
1: <clears throat> yeah. I came out here um, for modeling and acting. I got her playing hockey in college um, I was going to school as bio. I wanted to go pre-med. Um, so I wanted to study medicine and uh, I got discovered by a manager, basically, um, ended up coming to New York, signing with Ford models and Innovative for TV and film. And I mean, I guess the rest is pretty much history. <laughs> I mean,
0: what's it like to be good looking? Is that, is that good? Is oh, that, is
1: <laughs> no, just kidding.
0: I'll give you, well, I mean, the crazy thing is, did you hear any of the fan? Re- were you the amount of discourse that I heard last week about your beard was insane. Did you realize people were talking about your beard nonstop? Does that ever shock you when people are so passionate about an aspect of your face?
1: (laughs) I, you know, I don't really care, I guess. And the only reason I say that is because I I just am who I am. My personality is, is pretty much riding my Harley long ass hair and a beard. Like that's my, that's who I am. Unfortunately, um, with with modeling and and everything over for so long and for so many years i was always told i had to look a certain way and as i've gotten older i've i've cared a lot less about that and been able to be more myself i get more tattoos i let my hair grow out i have a beard if i want it you know i'm like i'm gonna drink drink like a 12 pack of a of, of bod or coors or something you know not worry about how i look the next day because i don't give a shit you know yeah um Cause, cause it really, like when you're modeling, when you're younger and you do it for so long, you have, you have agents and bookers and you're you're always saying like, you need to do this, you need to get a haircut, you need, and, um, and yeah, like, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've just, it's nice to just be able to be me and if people don't like my beard, I
0: don't know, (laughs) No it's just it's it's hysterical how many people commented and then you shaved in this past episode and people yeah. were like yes he shaved all right yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. think that's so so hysterical that people yeah. have such strong opinions on like minute minute little things um okay so yeah. you act and mo- you, you were acting and modeling do you mm-hmm. I mean you were on the flight attendant on HBO Max and I remember yeah. when that got released everybody freaked out they're like Luke from Summer House he's in this episode <laughs> holy shit um uh do you like the process of acting? Have you enjoyed studying acting? I wouldn't
1: be doing it if I didn't like it. Um, I, I don't think you should do anything in life. If you don't like it, like, really, I mean, what's the point of going to work? If you hate it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I always tell people that I was like, Oh, I want to act. I'm like, well, if you can do anything else with your life, you should probably do it <laughs> because not trying to discourage you, but it's, I mean, if you're cool, if you really love it and you're cool eating ramen and living in like the middle of like nowhere and, like maybe not having heat in your home because you just put all your money <laughs> yes. in acting. Class. I'm just saying, like you're not working all. It's a struggle. Um and and I, you know, for me, it found me. I didn't find it. I mean, I was an athlete, and and when I started studying acting, I fell in love with it. I enjoyed the process. I mean, there's a lot of hard work that goes into it. And um, I always, I like to do things that fill me. And and for me, acting was something that like you have to work at the art. Right. And then when you put in the work and you do the work and then you're able to perform. Right. And you're living in it and you're, you're living in a completely different world or space from, from yourself in like where you were five minutes ago. Right. And, and for me, when you're all done, you're like, whoa, that was awesome. Cause it's so, it's so powerful and fulfilling, but not only that, The people that are watching you, like I've done some some work here in New York, off Broadway and stuff. And when you're live or when you're on set, when you when you can move people, when you can tell a story and you can you can get a reaction out of people and and you move people that that's pretty kick ass. Yeah. You know, and and that's what that fulfills me as a person. And I love that. So.
0: I'm an acting teacher in Los Angeles and I've been, you know, acting since uh, junior high. So I was looking into you and and I, you know, saw the flight attendant and then of course saw that you were in acting classes and it really is. And especially theater or even in class, it's like really the only moments that actors have that they're in control over because, you know, film is kind of more of a, you know, uh, director's medium, TV is a producer's medium and theater and like classwork. That's when we actually really get to take control or have a little charge Because as actors, we're kind of like you said, you know, the flight attendant, that was probably an audition that you, you know, you didn't get to choose which part you auditioned for that came to you and you had to work at it, but you didn't write that, you know?
1: Yeah, I definitely didn't write it. I, um, I went in for an audition. Uh, (laughs) A lot of people ask me, "Well, did you do that before or after? It was, we had just wrapped Summer House and I went in for that audition. So like nobody knew I was on Summer House or anything. Um, And, and yeah, um, I went in for it and it was, it was just a, it was a tree. It was a lot of fun working with that crew. They were, they're really great. Kaylee's amazing. And, and, and how great for them, um, to come back for a second season Yeah, to be nominated for all the awards that they're up for and that she's up for. And, um, you know, I always say that, you know, people, they pour their heart and soul into something and, and to see it, you know, the, the reward, you're just, you're so happy for them.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, And and you're going to be a small part of that. So that's huge. Um, I feel very lucky. Um, did you take any like in Summer House shooting a reality show? You know, it's a different beast, of course, because it's uh, pseudo reality. Oh, yeah. But do you take anything as an actor? And I'm not saying you're acting scenes, but is there anything that you can take from studying acting into a reality show environment?
1: Yeah, I mean, as an actor, you got to learn how to be. I always say um, private and public. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And and so so I feel like as with all the years of acting going on the set for reality is, is, is being able to be private and public, <laughs> just yeah. not caring. And, and knowing that, um, that you're putting yourself out there. Uh, it's so, so I definitely feel like acting is, is helped helping me with that in the, in the whole process. Yeah. Um, You know what I'm saying? If that that makes
0: sense. No, it does make sense. And, you know, it's funny being such a uh, fan of reality shows and being involved in acting as well. You'll sometimes go, oh, my God, he's so still in this scene. Look at him. He's just being still. (laughs) You know, like, like, wow, you could really... Because the camera picks up the thoughts by some weird alchemy of the things that we're thinking. And reality shows are like that, too. If you're sitting in a corner, we can see that you might be happy, sad, seething, Mm. something like that. Um, uh, So... Uh, I guess uh, then, where, where does the jewelry come in? When do you actually know that you have an ability to craft jewelry? Like that, I mean, it just seems like this really
1: is a Renaissance man we're talking about. Yeah, well, thanks, man. Um, I, I well, first off, I take pride in in being able to do everything I can. I feel like the more you can do as a person, the more powerful you are as a person. The more knowledge you have as a person, the more powerful you are as a person. When I say powerful, better off you are as a human being amongst the society, by yourself, wherever you're at. But um, I. <laughs> crazy i i was i was home over christmas and and i always need to be doing and building and creating i'm always doing woodwork or doing something right remodeling or doing something i'm passionate it's a hobby i love doing it and um the girl i was dating uh for so long um i had i i was sitting with my parents i said I go and stir crazy i gotta do something right i got it so i went out in my garage and um got some metal and just started banging on it bending it you know playing around with it. Um and I ended up making a, a ring for her. And um I gave it to her and I was she was like oh my god this is so cool. This is like really, really cool. And I was like no nah, whatever. She's like, no like you need to make this. And I was like no I'm not gonna sell this is just for you. I love you. I care about you. You know I was just screwing around I wanted to and she you know she was um she was a creative director. Um she was very successful in that in that business. She knows her shit. So um when we ended up uh we had a little break one summer, and during that summer, I um, I, I basically took her advice because I, I knew she was talking about, and uh, I threw some stuff on Instagram. People wanted it, and I and I'm a firm believer that if people want something, you need to give it to them. Um, so my whole thought process was, I love doing this. If I can turn my a hobby and in, in a passion into a business, that would be amazing. Um, so I started doing that, and and it just kind of grew from that, and then apparel because you know with all the years of modeling, I had a pretty decent understanding about fashion and 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 that that side of things. And um so yeah, I did you, that. You and I, high quality Henleys on there. Uh yeah. you know the rings are like amazing.
0: And then I mean yeah. now you have a perfume and a men's fragrance, right? I just saw that as well. I mean that's yeah.
1: really branching yes. out. Yeah. So I <clears throat> I did um I started when then I was I started I make I have four candles. So I have Candles on there as well, so I Dude, I, I was like I want know Well, crazy. you know what? So tell me what you don't do. Why don't you no, start? Tell me
0: what you don't do, and then let's work backwards, maybe. yeah No,
1: come on. There's a lot I don't do, man. I'm telling you, the people that are essential workers and saving people's lives—they're they're they're amazing right now. Let me tell you. But I um I um but yeah. So I basically was on a podcast, and I was talking about. I always just thought it'd be amazing to have a fragrance. Like I just like there's things on your list you want to cross off. Yeah. Right? Before, before your time's up on this earth and. I was like, man, I always thought it'd be cool to have a fragrance. So, um, a guy on a podcast heard me talking about how I wanted to have a fragrance and he reached out to me from, from Paris. Um, he worked for the, basically the number one fragrance oil, um, manufacturer in the world. And, uh, and he reached out to me and I was like this guy on Instagram, no face on this thing. He's like somebody that's sure. Just like, buddy, sure yeah, yeah. I'm like sure thing. Um, but I actually took his call. Uh, I took his call. We had a conversation, and and I was so worried sending money and this and that. But at the end of the day, um, he ended up becoming a really good friend and uh, helped me throughout the whole thing. And I work with people in the states here on designing. I had to come up like, because you have to design. You have to like trying to pick your bottles and like yeah. I, mean, I was and and, like, I was reading your comments, and you were talking
0: about like that. You know, this fragrance has notes of this and this and yeah. this. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that's like actually
1: put together. Yeah. So basically it was a whole process and then designing your logos and how you want it to be. And, um, it took about seven months, but when I finally got like my fragrances in the box, I was like, man, this is so cool. I felt like I accomplished something. I was like, I haven't even sold this shit yet. <laughs> but I feel like I accomplished something. Um, but, but you know, the, the thing is, and, and I'm not just saying this honestly, like I, I would be like really like I had, samples and I made my choices and we had long conversations about what the brand was, who I am, what I wanted the fragrances to be. Um, and I, uh, I have to say, um, they're, they're really good. Well, they're I, really good. What they're, I was thinking, like, no
0: I have so many females that listen to this podcast. Like you guys need to go to the website. I'll put it in the uh, description, but you can buy your dudes stuff on this website. And then yeah. you- buy yourself something on the website as well (laughs) like this is like a one-stop shop now but it really does seem like high quality stuff um yeah everything is
1: thank you man everything you know it is like the fragrances are I'm working with the the, I mean your top fragrances that you know that you would buy like maybe like a Chanel maybe a Tom Ford like I'm working with the same type of people um that's amazing production so um and then um you Know, I tell you one thing that my website sucks. I'm so I need to, well, like, so it's RC, it's, it. It,
0: the company's RCO, right? Is that how you, yeah, yeah, yeah RCO, it's short for RCO. I was yeah. gonna ask that, okay, Ranger Company. Um, the website, I mean, it's easy to
1: maneuver and stuff, but you know, yeah, but I've. I, I, I never built a website before. And this is another thing. I was like, well, guess I'm going to learn this. Wait, 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 wait,
0: Luke, Luke, wait, here's the deal. You got that other thing from the last podcast. If we put that out in the universe, is there somebody that can build Luke an amazing website? So this podcast has done something good for Luke. We can make that happen.
1: And then this podcast is
0: like huge for Luke. Come on, just reach out to him. That's Um amazing.
1: No. Yeah. Somebody that that wants to take pictures of my products and, fix the webs so i just don't have time for it, yeah. <laughs> it uh, um okay so you have all of these things
0: that you're doing um now back to the reality show world a little bit is there yeah. something uh maybe first season i know we're not allowed to get into spoilers that um i mean you watched all of it back right or did you stay away from watching from the first yourself? season no from this first season you were in yeah
1: yeah i watched it i mean you kind of you like even if you don't want to you kind of have to because if you don't watch it, you don't know what people are talking about. And like, you like, I'll come on a podcast and somebody will be like, yeah. And I'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> so you, you, you have to watch it. Well, like, and, I, is yeah, there anyway. one
0: moment? Is there one moment that you like, is there one moment you're like, I hate that moment of myself so much or like I look like an idiot in that moment. Or do you have like a favorite moment? Are, oh, you,
1: are you able no, to judge things like that? Yeah. There's moments where I look like an idiot all the time. <laughs> 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 I, uh, no, I, uh um, I, I get a kick out of it because um, for some reason they like to get me with my guitar when I'm so fucking oh, drunk. Oh, dude. And by the way, you guys, like, you don't see him right now, but there is a, his guitar. I, is it, is this the guitar that's in the show? That's yeah. That's one of them. my other guitars down here, but I bring this one because this one, if somebody breaks it, I'm not going to be pissed. <laughs> well, I see. Well,
0: cause Ian, uh, Ian Gelfand, the producer was on the show yep. a while back and, okay. and uh, I always said, uh, does Luke know that you're getting him playing guitar drunk? At the end of the night. <laughs> what and did he say? He, he was like, Well, the cameras are there, you know, because well, that's but the cameras always get you. Like, cause they even flashback this past week of you uh uh FaceTiming with Sierra last season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Are you like shit? They're using stuff from last season, that's not fair.
1: That's fine, they do whatever they want. But <laughs> I um I do know that I do cringe when when they have me, like, because I can actually carry like a decent tune and play my guitar, but they always get me when I'm like so fucked up. And then I haven't, I didn't, I don't play forever. And then I'm like, I can't remember the lyrics, and I'm like just strumming it, trying to mix it up in my head. It's so embarrassing, but at the same time, it's it's actually kind of comical. So whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least you appreciate <laughs> that. Is there a camera in the house or like the new season where you're like, I did not know they had a camera there until uh I watched this the
1: this season. I I honestly don't pay any attention to that stuff. Oh I don't God. pay attention to anything. Like what, no no and, and in, in the sense that like listen I'm 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 there with my friends having fun. I don't like I don't pay attention to anything that's around me. I mean, you
0: know, um, last season I this is the other thing I'm always confused about. How do you guys withstand the amount of rosé and lover boy you drink? And then last season you were getting up and exercising early in the morning. How oh. is that even how is that happening? Like is, <laughs> I mean, is this like the power? I I just don't. It it upsets me sometimes when you guys are able to bounce back so quickly. Is that
1: real? Let me, uh, yeah, I'll leave you the rundown on that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I, uh, I pretty much die when I work out after nights like that. Yeah. Okay, good. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this, this last episode, I said there's a fly with like a B 52 in my bedroom or whatever in the morning cause there was a fly and I was so hungover, and I was just like, Oh, I can't handle listening to this fly right now. You know? Um, no, I, the hangovers are definitely legit. I think they've taken a year or two off my, my life, but, um, but there it's, it's just fun. And, you know, I, I'm not 23 anymore. When I was, it was a little different, but, uh, you feel better after you get the workout done. So even though you're like on the verge of throwing up and like swearing <laughs> under your breath and dying, you uh you know that when it's all said and done you're gonna sweat it out you're gonna feel better but then you're just gonna do it all over again so
0: um uh do you ever get jealous that carl is able to pull off white jeans he's always (laughs) able to pull off like something that i'm like no man should be able to pull off white jeans yet carl does it
1: yeah no you know what i you know what i love about about carl with the white jeans thing is that um he just, it's him. It's like his staple and he owns it. And he's so, he just loves his white jeans. And I have a lot of respect, <laughs> for that, you know, yeah. it's like, you could be like, dude, those jeans are way too tight. Or those jeans are like, who wears white jeans? He'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I like them. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um,
0: so everybody in the house, uh, the, the question that uh, I read a lot, or even I was thinking is that What possessed you to bring Sierra to this where you already had relationships with Hannah and things like that? I was like, dude, that is potentially one of the worst moves you can make. Um, Yeah. I mean, were you nervous going into that situation or were you kind of oblivious of like, she's awesome. Let's have fun. Yeah.
1: Um, You sound like my sister. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, because that's what you said. to your (laughs) sister earlier. Talk to your sister no, earlier she yeah, just my, sister, my sister is just like you're you're stupid you're <laughs> just for no but um you know like i said like i said earlier um you know hannah and i we went we we lived our our lives for for months after after the first season and and we dated like other people we it wasn't like that it wasn't romantic it was it was a real like legit friendship and um and when when i knew she i mean listen we actually had conversations like hey we're friends <laughs> Um, and, uh, so when, when I didn't have any hesitation about bringing Sierra there period, like none, um, like I said, Hannah had a boyfriend going into the summer <clears throat> and, um, like I remember talking on the phone and I was like, I'm so happy for you. Like, that's awesome. I can't wait to meet him. We need that beers, you know? And, um, and I thought, like I said, I, I didn't have any, I, I didn't have any hesitation at all. Cause I, I would have expected Hannah to. To in that moment to be like, Luke, like, she's beautiful. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. Like, you should definitely pursue it. That's, that's how I would have treated. Yeah. And I kind of was hoping I'd get the same thing back, but clearly I didn't. So it made things really awkward. And I was just trying to figure out like what the actual fuck is going on. Yeah. Is
0: there everything you sa- you seem like you're always into like self-improvement or you're making yourself better or learning something new. Is there something, uh, that you based on the show said, I'm going to actually make myself better off of something that I saw myself do <clears throat> on the show. Does that make sense? I mean, I,
1: I feel like every summer <clears throat> from what I've learned in the, in the two, two seasons, um, and two summers that uh, I've spent with, with this crazy group, um, I, uh, I, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely have grown, um, you know, there's things that they bring to your attention. Like I understand that, you know, my actions, the, the summer prior may have, have led Hannah on, but I also know that like, and they bring that away to, to aware to me, like being like, even though you told her your truth and your honesty, um, you still could have let her on Like well, That, that makes sense. I get it. Um, you know, well, they, like the, and, then, and then you grow. Cause like, regardless of like your truth, right. Um, if you make somebody feel a certain way, well, you need to like, take that responsibility and, and even like, so I've grown like in areas like that. Um, yeah. And you saw, and, Han- and- you saw
0: your friend Hannah actually <clears throat> cry about it. So regardless mm-hmm. of your, I mean, you still probably felt bad seeing your friend upset of course of
1: course uh, you feel bad but at the same time you're also like you're like what is happening yeah, <laughs> like what yeah. is this right that's, now you um, did have
0: a face you did have a face like you were kind of in the twilight zone in the end of last week oh my god i was trying no, to wrap my head
1: around why my friend was attacking me i'm like where did we get it since when like where was i um but but no um I, i've definitely grown and and i think that's one of the the luxuries and the best parts about the whole the whole thing is that um, you really, I go into it with an open mind, just like, I can't wait to see my friends and have fun and make memories. And, and you always walk away having great experiences. Some maybe not so great in the moment, but you grow from them. Um, and, and you become a better person because of it. It, it really is like, it's insane how, how you grow as a person from, from the, this the summers that we go through. Like, it's, it's awesome. Super yeah. thankful for.
0: How is the <laughs> fandom? Are you thankful for that as well? Has that been a weird adjustment for people to know who you are based on a reality show? Is that, you know, or even the misconceptions that go along with that? How, how is that on your psyche?
1: Yeah. You got to take it in stride, man. You gotta, you gotta have thick skin a little bit. You know what I mean? That at the end of the day, um, you know, the people that know, you know, you, you know, everybody's yeah. entitled to their opinions and their, their views on things. And, um, you just gotta cool. let it ride, brother. You know, yeah. like, that's But it. Like, now
0: I feel like you're now I feel like I'm in uh life coaching with you. You just life coached me and I'm like <laughs> I just you're right. I, I, I got to I gotta have a thicker skin. You're right, man. I would not survive a minute on a reality show. Like, I mm-hmm. I always wonder what they would pick up because they always pick up some characteristic of each person that it's like, you know, um, you know, Kyle's really passionate. Carl's going. I mean, it's just, it just interesting what they pick up and what your storyline is for that season. Um, uh, you watch the preview. I mean, we're going to start wrapping up here. The preview, uh, we see some intense things if you're to believe the preview. I know you can't talk about it but you know what I'm talking about right or what the preview makes it look like happens
1: for, for this for the next episode the,
0: well well is that no I mean for the 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 preview for the whole season where oh. you end up yeah. remember when then at, something happens and then you're shirtless yes like, I mean a piece of wood like uh <laughs> I mean it, it's like like intense shit is on the way like yeah you're saying you have a thick skin there's no part of you that's like I am really worried for three weeks from now when this one episode's about to come out
1: I mean, life happens, brother. You can't. (laughs) Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, yes, you know, it is what it is. You just, I don't. I don't know. Like, I know why I feel certain ways in moments. Um, throughout life in general, I mean, we all feel certain ways, and we have our opinions on or what we think of scenarios. And you know, we all have emotions as people, so we we react to things. And I don't know. Like, yeah, it it definitely. um, It's definitely going to be a, a good season. Like everybody, no, It's a, it's a just, great... You just have to tune in. And
0: Well, I got to say, Luke, the, the thing that I love talking with people about with your show in particular is that it was... You know, the first episode back, it was like um, coming back to high school and you, you know, you had the summer and then you come back and you see all of your friends and you're yeah. like, oh, there's Hannah and there's Luke and Paige. Oh my God. And it's just good to yeah. see your friends again because yeah. we watched last season at the start of quarantine and it was one of the kind of really uh, bright <clears throat> spots of being trapped in your house was we got to look forward to summer house. So it was really yeah. good to see that. And I really think it's amazing that you have the attitude you have about it. Um, but like, <laughs> Like, uh, how are you and Paige now? Just Paige always gives you a rough as hell time. Do you, are you guys good? <laughs> no, she's just always yeah. talking mad shit. Is, are you guys good?
1: Yeah, I mean, Paige are cool. Like, it's, I I honestly feel like um, over throughout the season, you'll see it. But but I feel like I definitely got closer with Paige. I I think Paige is, is a ton of fun. And, you know, Paige or Pam, it depends on what you're getting. But Pam tends to be, little bit more fun (laughs) she when 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 Paige lets loose we call her pam sometimes so um but she uh when she lets loose i've told hannah this too um in the past that she's probably one of my favorite people to be around she's just a ton of fun she really is she's a she's she's a she's a lot of fun
0: did you see carl in the first episode wink at sierra (laughs) <laughs> did you see that did you catch that i mean that was i he and i was like carl is playing it smart this season by not drinking as much he has the power of sobriety to be able to flirt with sierra behind <laughs> your back possibly i'm just letting you. i know it's already happened but i'm just warning you that that he was yeah he winked at her that was crazy
1: <laughs> i saw that <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just cool. I actually I actually laughed. I chuckled and laughed and it was just like, yeah, whatever. No, it was amazing it was amazing. Um
0: and also Courtney and Mary from Two Judgy Girls, the podcast, uh say hello and they wanted to remind you that you won March Madness last year. And
1: oh, yeah. it, <laughs> well, you're
0: gonna be up again. So it's well, good-
1: please. They, they were, they're so sweet. And, and, you know, it's funny. I was going to say, please tell them, but I'm sure if they tune in, they'll hear it. You both are awesome. And, and um, I actually listened. uh, What was it? I was on the treadmill when I'm on the treadmill. Sometimes I I just like listen to podcasts. Right. So um, I was listening to their podcast the other day or was it? no, their Instagram came up or something like that on my thing. Yeah. And, um, and it was something about me or summer house and, I got a kick out of it. It was pretty funny, but um, but they're awesome, and and you know what? I don't think I'm going to win anything this year I'm not <laughs> with that beard. I think it ruined it for everybody, but that's all right. Um, it was a lot of fun last year, and it was it's 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 fun for us that they do that, and. Um, it was, it was just, yeah, it's, it's cool. They do it, but I think that they have a strong fan base that enjoys when they
0: do that. Oh, they, I mean, you know. the fan base is insane. Courtney yeah. wanted me to ask you what the last text to Hannah you had and what the last text to Sierra <laughs> you had, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm, uh oh. <laughs> well, she's like, because you got busted texting them the, the, the same thing at the end Well, you know, my, my,
1: my, my thing with, <laughs> with, with texting them, let me, now let me explain myself here. Um, cause I get a kick out of this. Um, I hadn't seen Hannah in forever outside of FaceTiming or talking around the phone. And, she, you know, considering she's one of my best friends, I, I thought it was a good idea to just say, Hey, it was, it's great to see you, Hannah. Like, awesome. Good night. I was just being nice. That's what we do in Minnesota. And my thought process with, with Sierra was, well, Hey, like you're new in this house of random people, like outside of me that you just met. And I was just saying, hey, I'm looking forward to having a fun summer with you and, and good night. I was literally just like, <laughs> hi, I'm nice. Get me in trouble. But um, but uh, but it's it's interesting on on how how people can take that. Not people, but like Hannah and like them and how that all got uh, taken the wrong way when you're literally just trying to do the right yeah. thing. I don't know. Yeah, it was crazy. Um,
0: and I guess uh, I, I'm coming out of, uh, uh, I got divorced uh, recently and I know uh, you talk sorry, a lot man. about your, I think you talk a lot about your past relationship. Are you on the right track? Are you mended? Are you good
1: right now? I'm- oh, dude, I'm, I am good. You know, it took a long time. That's, that's, there's no doubt about it. I was head over heels in love with, with, with her, at the, my ex and, um, and it, it took me a very long time because our, it was, it was an interesting relationship, but um, it took me a long time, like COVID going, going home, um, and having to, to just be alone out at, at my lake house and renovating it was just me and my dog out there for months and, um, having to sit in your thoughts and go through things. You went, you know, you go from sad to angry, upset to all these things. And you, I, I literally needed that. And, um, I came out of it, like, just, just, I'm like happy that, you know, wanting her to be good and things to be good. And, um, in a place where i was like i'm i'm ready to to like date again i'm ready to like actually i can do this like i'm i'm in a place where i can do that um but it took a long time it took like a year and a half man almost like two years and and you know you can't fast forward time and i i feel like you'll you'll always love that person or have love for them but but you you move but you move on yeah and and like i said you can't fast forward time you just have to to just be patient and deal with it and then you know in the end it's all going to be okay so
0: well, uh, I, I thank you so much for your time today and for being so open yeah. and honest. Um, you know, you really are a lumberjack Prince Charming. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that is. <laughs> that was funny as hell. By yeah. Way. yeah. She was like, your hair is blowing in the way. Sierra described yes. it best. Uh, my mom was very excited. You shaved last week. She wanted me to relay that uh, to you as I well. So your...
1: <laughs> Becky Bailey. Hello. I, I told uh, so. Uh, but Luke, I thank you so much. Yeah. I'm, tell your mom hi for me. Thank you so much for having me on brother. Now you're on the West coast, right? Yeah. West coast. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stay, stay safe out there, man. Stay safe. I appreciate it. And then I may be out there actually for some stuff in March. If I am, I'll let you know. I
0: would love to have a beer with yeah. you. Um, yeah. uh, we will talk to you next time. Luke Gulbranson. Uh, I'm going to put all of his information on there. Really go to that website, buy something. There is a really, really amazing quality craftsmanship there. So go support Luke. Thank you so much.
1: You got it, brother. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, you take care. Enjoy your night. Yeah.
0: batches